Good morning and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your host. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today, we're going to tell you a little bit different of a story about a 911 operator who really did his due diligence with his job. So froth up that cappuccino and let's dive in. Tim Tenick is a 911 dispatch operator who works in Oregon, Ohio, and he received a phone call that was a little bit out of the ordinary to 911. I'm going to play that for you now. Oregon, 911. I would like to order a pizza at... You called 911 to order a pizza? Uh, yeah, apartment... This is the wrong number to call for a pizza. No, 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 you're not. I'm getting you now. Is the other guy still there? Yep. I need a large pizza. All right. How about medical? You need medical? No. What pepperoni? Turn your sirens off before you get there. Caller ordered a pizza and agreed with everything I said that there's domestic violence going on. So this is something that has actually been happening where women have been calling 911 in order to order a pizza or order some sort of food kind of as a disguise to actually get 911's attention and have somebody sent out when they're in a dangerous situation and can't say, hey, I'm in a dangerous situation. This is something that dispatchers actually are not trained on. And I had seen it on Facebook, circling social media about women or men who are in situations where they were unsafe and they needed to call somebody. And so they were calling 911 and just ordering a pizza, which sounds weird. It sounds weird enough that when 911 gets that phone call, a lot of times they're probably questioning what you're doing and it might stick out to them enough just because it is weird. Which this clip is a perfect example of that. At first he was like, uh, what? And then he's like, oh, oh, you know, he caught on to it, which which is awesome to be able to tell those signs. It reminds me a lot of like just something even on a lower level when like a woman is feeling uncomfortable in a situation at like a bar or actually anywhere. I don't know that there's necessarily a sign, but there's a look. You know what I mean? Especially with the bartenders, I know that sometimes they will train them to kind of look out for that. Yeah, and I've seen some things on social media, not sure how realistic it is, but signs in women's restrooms that say, if you're in need of assistance for some reason, go up to the bar and ask for Sarah, or they say a name. And while I think it's great, it's also one of those things where I'm like, do you choose to put it in either the men or the women's restroom, or do you put it in both? It's a really good point. I don't even know what a good way around that would be because, well, I guess in a way, though, it would maybe still work if you went up there and you're asking for, you know, someone or something. I'm trying to think in a scenario where it would kind of work out, though. If the person who is bothering you isn't right there, maybe. Or if you put in the female restroom go up to the bar and ask for Susan and in the men's restroom go up to the bar and ask for blank like a certain type of drink or something a little bit different that's not as or like you go up to the like bar and ask for a specific like not a real drink you'd ask for like a fake drink that's made up or you go up to the bar and ask for a specific food item that the bar obviously doesn't sell but like do you sell wings 
it's a great concept and I really like it and I'm sure that it does help out but I there's so there's a lot of gray area with that but it's almost like yeah it might not work in some situations but it could help a couple and it's good to be taking that step forward. Yeah, and so April Hines said that there are actually over 6,000 911 call centers in the United States. And the reason that the dispatchers aren't trained on some of these codes, including the ordering a pizza, things like that, are the fact that, quote, if we used one specific code or even a few code words to get that word out to the public, then all the bad guys would also know, end quote. Which is so accurate. Which is, I mean, even the issue just with putting something in a bathroom, that's just assuming that nobody's going to say, oh, the sign said this in here, and you know, word of mouth. I think it was just very quick and smart thinking on the woman who called in as well. Yeah, very smart thinking on her, very smart thinking on Tim for going a step further and like really paying attention to the person that was calling. Because we have covered many cases where people call 911 and the dispatch operators just aren't 100% listening to the person on the other end of the phone and things get missed. And then we end up with different cases that are unsolved or cases that end worse than they would have if the 911 operator had kind of paid maybe a little bit more attention or even if the system had given them more attention. Mm -hmm. Now, what other things like this do you think would be a good move or a good thing to implement and train people on? Do you have any other thoughts on that? They off the top of your head? I think that my thought is if you call 911 because you need help in a situation, just saying anything kind of weird. So if the person nearby can hear you, then, and it is a situation where you do need help, call and just act like you're talking to a friend. Or like when they're asking you questions, don't answer their question. Answer with something completely normal to the person that can hear you. But it, is enough to tip that person off. There's a lot of situations where when you call 911, like if a kid accidentally calls 911, then the police will typically show up. My uncle, when he was a kid, shout out to you, Uncle David, he called 911 and an officer showed up at the door and was like, is everything okay? Somebody called 911 from this house. And my grandma was like, everything's fine. And then realized that my uncle had done it. And so the officer actually talked to my uncle about like the importance of it, but situations where like if something really was wrong and the fact that an officer shows up just to check the situation out, I think is the officer really doing their job and not letting anything bad happen to people because they're going that extra step. I agree. And it's great when it happens. And I'm not surprised that it happened in an area like around here, but I do wonder it would probably be a lot harder to follow up on everything like that in say New York City or Detroit or these high crime areas. I agree. And April Hines, who is actually the 911 operations director for the National Emergency Number Association, actually gave a couple of tips for this. And she said that if you're in a situation that you are in danger and you cannot just say, like you cannot just pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm in danger, help, call. If you can get your address out, great. If you can't, also fine, but make sure you at least call 911. A lot of times they can track your call. They can kind of hear what's going on in the background and it helps tremendously. So that is her number one tip. No matter what situation you're in, call even if you can't talk. The other option that she brings up is that you can also now text 911. So if you're in a situation where you have your phone, 
just text them. Even if you don't have texting on your phone, the message will still go through. You'll get a little extra charge on your bill. I don't know who doesn't have texting on their phone anymore, but the text will go through. It just causes a little extra charge, but a $5 charge is going to be worth it in a situation where your life is at risk. So sending that text to 911, even if you just send the address and maybe like help or just as much of the address as you can, they also recommended that if you cannot figure out your location, you don't know the address, you don't know where you are, describe what's around you. Describe the buildings as much as you can to make them aware. A part of the dispatch operator's job is to know the areas and where they're working, the county that they're working in. It's important. They have maps. They have other people there. So if you describe a certain building, they might be able to say, hey, have you seen this green building? And they can kind of figure some things out. Well, and, you know, nowadays, I feel like people send their location a lot because your phones have the GPS. Can you send that to the 911? I assume that you can. So most of the smartphones do have that. As long as your location services are turned on, then you can. I know that iPhones do. I guess I don't 100% know how the other phones work, but I know that on iPhone that you can send your location to them. Even if you can't send your location to 911, send it to a close friend or family member. If you send it to somebody and then somebody has it, maybe they can pass it along. I mean, in a lot of these situations, it's a lot of do or die, basically, or fight or flight. I mean, It's always better to be safe than sorry and to just get as much information to them as you can. So if you can only get a couple letters, get a couple letters If and make it, just make it count. So if you are currently in a domestic violence relationship and you need help, another option is you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. All calls are free and confidential. And once again, that number is 1-800-799-7233. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.